0: Hey, Grace Free Church, and it is unfortunate that we cannot be together this morning, Um, but it is very fortunate, and I am very grateful that though we can't be together, that we can still spend a little bit of time via this video together, um, growing and stretching ourselves and gathering together around God's Word and seeing what He has to say to each of us uh, right now. So, I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that you're joining us. I have a short message for you. I want to talk to you about something really important and um, with great practical implication for your life. Uh, but before we do that, would you just join me in a moment uh, to quiet our hearts before God and to settle our, our spirits and kind of remove any distractions so that we can focus in on God and what He wants to do in us and through us? right now. Would you pray with me? God, we're so thankful for this opportunity we have to gather around together and just look at your word and be reminded of who you are and who we are to you. And there's probably some people that really need that reminder, the reminder that you are good, that you are for us. Probably some people out there that really need the reminder of how you feel about us, that we are loved, that you take great delight in us, that you Meet us right where we are, that you accept us and call us to something far greater than we could have imagined. You are so good to us, and you are faithful to us even when we are not faithful to you. So we just want to spend a moment thanking you for that and asking you to clear our hearts of distractions. Help us to really get into your word right now, to have it sink deep past our minds and into our hearts give us ears to hear, and help us to, to see what you want us to see in this moment, through this word. In Jesus' name, amen. There's stuff that we always need more of. You could probably put together a list of things that enough just seems to never be enough. I'm not talking about ice cream, although that fits into the category for me. There certainly is never enough ice cream. Even if my body is saying no, <laughs> my mind is saying yes. There are things, though, on a more serious level that there's never enough of. We could always use more time, time with people we care about, time with people we love, time with time for ourselves, time to think and to to do things we enjoy. We could always use more time, It's just never enough. And there's never enough, like love. We could always use more love. We could always use more encouragement. We seem to have a shortage of that in our world today. There are plenty of people who will be glad to point out all the negative stuff, focus on all the deficiencies we have, tell us why we can't. And it seems like people that are encouraging, people that are helping us in our belief and in our faith, people who are telling us highlighting the things that, that are good about us, that God has given us, highlighting the ways in which we can do something through Christ, um, those people seem to be in high demand because there's just, not, there's just not enough of them. There's never enough encouragement. As I think through these kind of things, one of the things that I think I never have enough of, and maybe you don't have enough of too, is wisdom. I am plenty good at rushing ahead without wisely thinking through what I should be doing or saying or how I should be doing it or saying it. Uh, It seems to me that I get pretty reactive, especially when life adds pressure. When the kids are doing something that I know is maybe not in their best interest or could be harmful. Uh, When somebody's making a decision that I just see so clearly as the wrong decision. When Things seem to be going um, uh, ramping up in their pressure, and the consequences seem to be a little more critical. That's when I become more reactive. Have you found yourself in a situation like that where you're reacting to the conversation that somebody's having with you 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 immediately find yourself getting defensive or maybe hurt you find yourself maybe saying things that you wouldn't have said if you would have taken a second to think about it. Um, You're reactive. Most of the time we're reactive most when the pressure is on and when we're dealing with people that we genuinely care about. That's when the fear gets amplified in us. That's when our reactions start to run a little quicker. Um, That's when all those other emotions that come from that fear seem amplified. It's when, it's when the consequences seem the gravest to us, and we feel like if we don't react right now, if we don't say what we need to say right now, if I don't do what I need to do right now, then everything's going to fall apart, and, and these people we care about are going to be dealing with these horrific consequences or heavy stuff, it's going to add hurt to our relationships. It's, it's scary, and so we react instead of respond. And what I find myself needing more of in moments of high pressure and in the calm before the storm is wisdom. It's not something we talk about a lot. There's no class on how to be more wise. Not a whole lot of books addressing wisdom. I've not preached a lot of messages about it. And yet it's one of those things that I find myself needing more and more and more of. I need wisdom when talking to my wife about the direction of our lives and the future we're trying to create for our kids and our family and each other. I need wisdom when it comes to my workplace and how how I can best care for you all and, and care for our team. And provide a place thats that we're excited to be a part of and, and want to be. A, I need wisdom to solve the problems and the challenges that lay in front of us. And there's no shortage of those. You probably have a long list of challenges that you're facing and problems that you're having to work through. And what I need more of and what you need more of is wisdom. And we need wisdom in how to direct our kids and, and how to direct our grandkids. We need wisdom in how to care for our parents we need wisdom in how to treat each other we need wisdom in how to process the news we need wisdom and we just need we just need wisdom it's seemingly harder to find and we desperately need more and more and more of it there's never enough wisdom maybe you have a long list what, what are the things that you could use some wisdom in dealing with? Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's with some health decisions. Maybe it's with how to care for somebody that you know is struggling with something. Maybe it's in what kind of choices you need to make for your future. Maybe it's with who you should be spending the rest of your life with, who you should be dating, what classes you should take, what you should major in, what school to go to. I mean, this, this is not something wisdom. is not something that just the old gray hairs or gray beards need. This is something that we all need. And I wonder what's on your list and what you need wisdom for what decisions you've been working through and what kind of pressures you've been facing and what areas of your life you've been a little more reactive in. What do you need wisdom? It's never enough, but there's this great passage in Proverbs that I want to read to you. And then I want to just talk briefly about wisdom and how you can get more of it and how you can um, foster it in your own life and facilitate more of it. And what I love about this passage is it's funny too. this passage to me, I find really, really funny. I want to read to you. It's a a bit long. I'd encourage you to grab a Bible. Um, I love writing in mine. Uh, grab a Bible, grab your phone, pull open your pull open something you can you can read along with. Um this is in the new international version, NIV version that I'm gonna be reading you from, but any version will work. It just might be a little different. And um my encouragement for you as as I read this is to just take some notes. Like listen, you're probably watching this um in a place where it's maybe quieter and you 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 can have a pen and some paper and jot some things down. That'll help you get more of what we never have enough of, wisdom. And my goal for this message is to encourage you and to provide you with some practical help, and uh, so that we can all live just maybe a little bit wiser in our in our in our lives going forward. Proverbs chapter four says this: it "says Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction." pay attention and gain understanding. I love this right off the bat. Maybe you don't have a good dad. I know there's a lot of not good dads out there. And uh, if you could maybe just hear this as, as not a message from a father, but as a message, uh, it's, it's definitely written as a father to his son, but as a message from God, your father to you, Someone who knows you better than anybody else knows you. Someone who loves you unconditionally. Someone who wants the best for you. Someone who has a plan for you, writing these words to you. Listen, my son, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. For I too was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me and he said to me, take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. I love that it highlights that part of what wisdom does for us. You See, wisdom is a protector. Wisdom keeps you from trouble. It watches your steps. It helps you prevent you from making mistakes that are hard to unwind. It keeps you from dealing with unpleasant consequences that we rush into when we're just reacting. Wisdom is something that will guard you. And it won't just guard you, it'll guard your relationships. It'll guard your, your future. It'll, it'll guard your heart. Wisdom is something so important. If you're heading out into some kind of uncertainty, if you're starting a new school, you're going to a new school, or you have um you're 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 starting a new job or you're entering a new phase of life man all the time we need wisdom protect us but it is essential in those moments where we are stepping into the uncertainty that lies in front of us wisdom it protects it guards you and and you're going to have to deal with hurt from time to time and and it's a lot worse if you're not applying wisdom and holding on to it like the pain from a broken relationship, it uh, it always hurts, but wisdom protects you. It can, it can keep it from from escalating far beyond what it should or normally would escalate to. Wisdom is a protector. The beginning of wisdom is this. Now, this is the part I find hysterical. <laughs> You ready for the big secret here? If you're not watching, like this is the actual verse. It says, verse seven. Couldn't be clearer than this. You ready? The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. <laughs> it's so simple and hysterical. Hey, you want wisdom? Don't get it. <laughs> it's pretty blunt, but I love it too. Is Because sometimes I think we overcomplicate everything. Like we, we look for, for others to solve our problems, we want to figure out the, the secret key to it all. What's the hack for our life that gets us this easier? What 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 means I have to work less? You know, what, what's that quick, just give me the quick fix. And here it is, big secret. Spoiler alert, not complicated. You want wisdom, get it. What's implied in that is that you have a choice to make To to pursue it, you have a decision you have to make. Do you want to live foolish or wise? Do you want the protection in this situation or do you just want to fly solo? Do you want to just let it rip and see what happens or do you want to think it through and have a plan and apply wisdom to your life? It's a choice. Here is the big secret. The beginning of it is to get it. Want it, seek it, pursue it, make it a priority in your life. I just love that verse. I think that's one everybody, we should all memorize it. Like the beginning of wisdom is this. It's not some self-help book. It's not, the beginning of wisdom is not some advice from some guru on Instagram. The beginning of wisdom is not uh, finding some life hack to make things easier. The beginning of wisdom is not some like, Cliff note guide to life. The beginning of wisdom is, do you want it? Get it. Seek it. Pursue it. Ask for it. Value it. That's the start of this whole thing. There's some teenagers out there. You need to decide right now that wisdom is not for the gray and the old that I need wisdom right now in this dating relationship. I need wisdom right now in these choices I'm making. I need wisdom in how to process these feelings I'm processing. I need wisdom in to know what next steps I need to take in my future, whether to go to school or what trade to jump into or where to get a job. I need wisdom to know what kind of car I should get. I need And, and there's some married people that need some wisdom right now. Like They need some wisdom saying, like I, I don't know how to handle this situation. I don't know what counselor to go to. I don't know what steps I should take next. I don't know how to change. I need wisdom. Declare it. Want it. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. I don't know how to motivate you, but what I want to say is like, it's time to stop sitting back passively in life, reacting to everything. It is time to seek and get and cherish wisdom. You got to want it. Get off your butt. And want it. The beginning of it is this: get wisdom. It, it goes on. I want to read this whole passage to you. The beginning of wisdom is this: get wisdom. Though it cost all you have, get understanding. Whatever the cost, whatever it takes, whatever adjustment you have to add to your plan, whatever change you need to make to your life, whatever you need to adjust in your schedule. You just do whatever it takes to get wisdom and understanding, and then cherish her, it says in verse 8, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. See, not only does wisdom protect you, but it elevates you. It's what moves you into the position and the platform that you desire in your life. You want something. You want success. You want influence you want to be somebody you want to make an impact in your world you want friends to respect and look up to you and seek you out for advice and encouragement you want any of that you see what exalts you is not you it's wisdom she exalts you lifts you up and honors you not just protects you she will give you a garland of grace for your head and present you with a glorious crown. Verse 10, it goes on. and says, listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. It just adds to your life, like legit, protects, it elevates you, and it helps you make it longer, make life longer, make your perseverance longer, success longer. The years of your life will be many. And in verse 11, I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Wisdom also keeps you from getting tripped up in life. It keeps you from falling down. Failures that you would have had without wisdom, you don't have with wisdom. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk away of evildoers. This is kind of like a little redirect saying like there's a better way than just going along with the flow and what everybody else is doing. Most people are not seeking wisdom. Most people are just reacting, doing what feels good or feels right. And this is a different way. And it's pointing that out right here. It says, avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way. For they cannot rest until they do evil. They are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun shining ever brighter till the full light of day. But the way of wicked is like the deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. And and there's another contrast presented to us. Which way do you want to walk? Righteous or foolish? Wisdom or wicked? Wicked your choice, two paths. One leads to darkness and confusion and falling. And the other one is like a beautiful sunrise, shining brighter and brighter. What, what do you want your life to look like? It goes on in verse 20. And we're about to get some really practical stuff. It says, my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ears to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body above all else now here's where it gets really practical some stuff i'm gonna recap some main takeaways here in a second but i want you to catch this above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it guard your heart that's my my one encouragement to you especially young people young if you're a student your oh man for my girls This is like the one thing like I, I want like for you this is the one thing i want like guard your heart so important so precious it'll suffer some wounds wounds enough without you guarding it it, it it needs to be protected and guarded and don't buy everything everybody tells you don't don't just listen to the words they use to make you feel good or to manipulate you or you know, just just protect your heart. Be discerning. Everything you do flows from it. One, guard your heart. Two, keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Like, be careful about what you say and how you say it. These are starts to living wise. Protect your heart. Watch what you say. Think before you say it. Don't engage in just garbage talk. And then here's another one. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. What you focus on is the direction in which your life will go. What you focus on is what will either move you towards the future that God has for you and one that ultimately is filled with joy, or it'll pull you away towards something else. And then at 26, give careful thought to the paths of your feet. Don't just rush ahead. Think. Think about your steps and think about your paths. And it doesn't mean you have to have all the answers or know exactly what to do. But it does mean that you are carefully thinking through the direction of your life. And then it says, and be steadfast when you know the way in which you should go. Commit to it and be steadfast. Do not turn from the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Now, here's just a couple of takeaways to wrap this talk on wisdom. Something we all need more of it. To, to really get wisdom first, you just get it. That's the start. Want it. Make it important, a priority for you. Value it. It should be part of your decision-making. It should be part of your thinking. It should be part of your journaling. What's the wise thing to say? What's the wise thing to do? Sometimes that means you have to pause a little bit instead of just rushing in and reacting. Sometimes it means you need to take a walk before you have that conversation with your kid or with your spouse or with your parents. It's, it's, it's maybe adding pause to your life, but it's something that you need to make a value in your life and a priority for your life. Do you want wisdom? Do you want to make wise decisions? Do you want to have wise conversations? It's what will protect you and it's what will elevate you and it's what will keep your path straight and will lead to all kinds of success and joyful blessings from God in your life. But you have to make a choice from your will of whether that's how you want to live or not. Make it a priority. And then really see and really listen. I think that's a key to wisdom that I caught in these first three verses here. It's like, listen, pay attention, watch. You've seen me do this. I was a kid too. Pay attention. Like, look and really see. Look and really see what's going on around you. Look and really see the circumstances. When, when people are complaining to you, what's really going on in their hearts? When there's a problem presented to you, what's the real challenge that needs to be accomplished don't just get sucked in into the the vibe of the crowd don't just get pulled into the negativity that's thrown in front of you really see really listen and then remember in practice there's three to four remind me of this like it says like remember like i was a kid too and this is who i was and this is what my father said and and it says take hold of my words and keep my commandments and you will live like remember and practice it's about taking hold of and it's about practicing start to remember and that how important wisdom is remember the lessons that god has taught you remember what he has told you from his word remember those things that you were like man that's the one thing i need to do differently this year or, this is the word God has for me. And this is what I need to focus on right now. Remember, remember what he's told you and remember what he's done for you and then put into practice. Don't be one of those people who just is a hearer of the word and doesn't do anything. What good is your faith? It's like looking in the mirror, it says in, in the word and just seeing a mess and walking away from it being like, okay, that's, that's how good it is to listen to this message and not do anything. That's how good it is to come to church and not change anything in your life. It's just like listening and looking in a mirror, seeing a disheveled disaster, morning breath cracking that thing, and then being like, I'm oh, good. Remember and practice. You really want wisdom, you got to prioritize it. You got to really start to see and listen to what's going on beside the initial story. You need to remember where God's brought you and what he's done and what he has been telling you and then put it into practice. And then here's the last thing. You need to depend on God for it. Wisdom is not something I'm good at generating myself. Usually, even if I prioritize wisdom, but I don't spend any time in prayer about it, I don't really think about what God would want me to do. I don't process how what I want to say and what I think is wise matches up with what he says is wise. If I don't think through that stuff, man, I need wisdom from outside of myself. And in James 1.5, let me just read this to you to wrap it. This is such an encouraging verse to me. James is a great book. It's so practical. I'd encourage you to read it. Uh, if you don't have anything you're reading through right now, like James is a great one. It says this in the pe- excuse me, in the beginning of James in verse 1-5. This is an encouraging piece to end this here. If any of you lacks wisdom, that's me, (laughs) is that you? If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all. And you know what, this is the best part. Without finding fault, and it will be given to you. I just love that verse. If you don't have enough wisdom, which we never have enough, just ask God. He's not going to find fault in you, and he gives generously. Doesn't matter how foolish you've been up to this point. Doesn't matter how much of a train wreck you've made your life. Doesn't matter if you're dealing with the middle of some terrible consequences from some really bad decisions. We've all been there. Like, don't let that hold you back from asking for wisdom right now. Now is the best time to start getting wisdom. And the key here at the end is we are ultimately dependent on God for it. So if you don't have enough, ask. Make it part of your prayer life. Make it part of your relationship with God. Continually practice asking God for wisdom. He gives generously. He's not going to find fault in you. There's not going to be a rehash of how you've messed it all up before. He's just going to give you wisdom. It's a promise. He's generous and he gives wisdom to those who ask for it. It's a promise. The only qualifier is ask. I really hope that that Message from pro this message from Proverbs 4 and, and the ending with James 1 is an encouragement to you. Like none of us have enough wisdom. We all make some pretty stupid decisions from time to time. I am so guilty of that. And uh I need to seek more wisdom this year, this month, this week, this day today. I need wisdom in every part of my life. I'm gonna make it a practice to ask for it. I'm really gonna be listening and looking behind the initial taking away my reactiveness and instead really wanting to prioritize wisdom, remembering what God has already told me, putting it into practice, and I trust like for me, and I trust for you, that if you are asking for wisdom, God is not going to be harsh with you. He's not going to make you recall all the ways in which you messed it up already. He is going to be generous and answer your prayer. It's a promise, James 1, 5, and give you wisdom. I pray this is helpful to you. I'm thankful that you have been on this journey with me. I hope that you seek more wisdom. Let me just pray for us and we'll wrap this up. God, thank you so much that you are a God who gives generously to those who ask for wisdom. I I need wisdom. Maybe some listeners really need wisdom, maybe in a relationship, maybe in a job, maybe in a health circumstance, maybe, who knows? There's no, there seems like there's never enough wisdom. Help us to depend on you for that, to ask you for wisdom, us to guard our hearts and watch what we say those are things that get us in trouble fast and instead help us to really listen and see remember and put into practice what you have placed in front of us we're so thankful that you are good and generous you do not look at us when we ask for wisdom and find fault instead you just answer our prayers so we're praying for wisdom right now wisdom for us wisdom for church wisdom for our family members wisdom for our friends we just thank you cuz we know that you will provide in Jesus name amen